Okay, there we go. <clears throat> okay. Um, so this is just a little project I'm doing. It's nothing official, nothing like that. It's just a little trip down memory lane as I read aloud from my very, uh, very full journal of how, uh, how things have been going so far in the campaign. And uh, Charlie is taking this trip down memory lane with me. <laughs> I'm here too. He's here too. Um, <clears throat> so as <coughs> as we've been playing uh, the diplomatic approach campaign, I was keeping a journal like literally from the first session because I had been playing D and D for for a while at that point, and I knew that uh, you got to keep a journal when you play. At least one person has to keep a journal, and. Um, and me, I'm very greedy with uh, with information. So it's true. I I would like to keep a journal. Um, also, I knew not to trust myself with my own memory about certain things. It's reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I got the journal, and I used a journal that I actually had for years. But um, it was it's a it's a real leather bound journal with handmade paper. Oh. Oh yeah yeah yeah. And I just, I did not have a good reason to use it. Sure. Um, is the mic picking me up, by the way? Yeah, it is. Okay, yeah. just making sure. Yeah, you're there. Okay. <clears throat> um, so yeah, so I'm just going to show, well, not show, I'm just going to tell you that uh, when you open up, I have uh, first my name, so that there's no confusion in anyone who owns it. And then to the side, I have listed uh, the members of the Diplomatic Approach. Uh, Edna, Kashev, Morty, Scar, Aridan, Kendall, Mandalore, Zephyr, and Alex, who is the newest edition. At length. At length. Yeah. Um, so I have the very, excuse me, very first session that Charlie and I attended, which was July 5th, 2018. Jesus. I know. Isn't that fucking crazy? That's, yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, fucking nuts. And on this first page, I have a little pencil doodle of uh, Micah uh, just kind of slumped on a stool wearing um, a Dearborn hat. Sounds about right. And uh, I can tell I drew on here his uh, his two-year anniversary patch from Home Depot. Wow. <laughs> well, for all the good, that doesn't know. Yeah. Um, so at the very top of the page, I... I wrote this down. I actually don't know why I wrote these descriptions down. Okay. Because uh, it's not like I wasn't going to be playing with everyone every week. I think my motivation was I, <coughs> I am an artist and I know myself. I know that I was at some point either going to want to draw everyone in the party or be tasked with drawing everyone in the party. That's fair. So I started writing down descriptions uh, so at the very top, it's uh, Sam, Liliana, Tabaxi, Rogue, and it got scratched out. Next is Katarina, Asimar, Ranger. Below that, uh, Levi, Morty, Tiefling, Artificer, Red. <laughs> it was important. I mean, it's, it's accurate. It was important that I knew he was Red. Micah. Uh, first it was Scar, and then I shoved in there Goth, because I guess I learned later that his full name is Scargoth. Yeah, I don't think we I don't think we learned uh, that in the first session, if I recall. Yeah, and then Drow Rogue, and here I actually did more detail. 
uh, class tat, left forearm, missing left eye, and then in parentheses, Night Reaver. So yeah, so then I learned his more full myriad name well after the fact of meeting him. Uh, and then here, Charlie, Shatterkai Elf, Warlock, Kashev. Yup. Kim, Aridin, Lizardfolk, Cleric, and Nathan, Zealot, Warforged, Paladin. I remember that first session, <coughs> we were playing with Nathan as uh, as Zealot. Yeah. And I'm asking him, what does, what does he look like? And he says, oh, I just look like a typical Warforged. And you and I are like... Yeah. We don't know what that is. Yeah, what is that? Yeah. What the fuck is a Warforged? And, like, so this is part of what I wanted to do this, these trips down memory lane. We had played with Nathan before. Once. Um, once. Exactly yeah. once. It was, a, it was a game. I think it was, like, two, maybe three sessions. It was a game with Alex as the DM. Nathan wasn't part of that, was he? At the end, right as we were quitting that campaign. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Really? I don't remember that at yeah, all. Yeah, very, very briefly. Okay. Yeah. It was you, me, and John yeah. as the players. And then Nathan came in, like, dead last. Yeah. For, like, two or three sessions, and then we quit. Because <laughs> we just couldn't fucking handle John and Alex playing together anymore. Yeah. It was it was killing the vibe of the it, table. It was too much. It was way too much. Um... But yeah, uh, John was playing a Warforged, and I just, I had no idea what a Warforged was, and I just, John has this air about him where if I asked what is a Warforged, he would make me feel stupid for asking. Yeah, that's fair. So I just never asked, and I just, the thing is, I was just so disinterested in the concept of a Warforged that I didn't even bother looking it up. <laughs> And that carried on to, you know, the month, many months later that Nathan briefly joined the Diplomatic Approach came that I still didn't fucking know what a Warforged was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's about right. Um, oh, yeah. So, uh, so the very first session, um, yeah, July 5th, 2018, uh, I have here, Indrina, level three. Oh. Yeah, we were level. Th we started the game at level three. Um, guard post Hendrick, captain of guard. Indrina, interminably. Interminably. <laughs> it was because it was my like this. I remember this. I remember Jordan saying he was going crazy. That, and I could be wrong here. Micah can definitely correct me later. It was driving him crazy that. Uh, Scar and Morty seem to have zero interest in leaving Drenna. It was dry. <laughs> so it was my, it's my understanding that that whole first part of the campaign before you and I joined, it was just 100% in Drenna that a lot of stuff was going on there because they just didn't want to leave. <laughs> it was driving him crazy, was it? <laughs> um, Imagine how the rest of us felt. <laughs> so I have the captain of the guard here. And my notes, skip ahead, my notes were a lot less uh, detailed in the very beginning of us playing. Uh, well, yeah, there was less to deal with. Yeah, but also I didn't, like, I didn't plan out how I was going to use this journal. The This journal at the very beginning, it was just little details I figured I was going to want to remember later. Sure. Like, like, Captain of the Guard, his name is Hendrick. Yeah. Um... And my notes here skip ahead, so I'm, I'm going to 
in this trip down memory lane. I'm going to fill in the blank here. Um, I, I remember the meeting, the very first time that Kashev and Edna met um, Scar and Morty. Scar, I remember the circumstances, but not the exacting details. Uh, like, uh, just, just from my memory. So, Kashev and Edna had come to Drenna, waited in the guard post, uh, and we were waiting, going to be talking to the captain of the guard Yeah, about something, I guess, work to be done here. Sounds as close to anything else, yeah? Yeah. And that's when Scar and Morty walk in, carrying a head. Yup. The head... I remember the head. Yeah, the head of John's <coughs> former character that they, um... I don't know if... It happened during the game, or if it was a happened off-screen situation, but John's character was dead and now beheaded. Um, I remember that uh, one thing they were, like, investigating were, like, gnolls that were attacking uh, people on the road, something like that. That sounds familiar, yeah. And I believe they thought, for extra cash, how about we, like, also say, hey, he was part of it? And we could get, like, an extra reward for bringing the head. One of those incredibly well-thought-through plans of theirs. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> because it didn't work. It didn't work. It never it, worked. It never worked. Because Scar and Morty... Are assholes. And they have, like, the shittiest charisma of the entire party. They're... It, Mechanically and in character, they're very bad liars. <laughs> yeah. Like, not only do they have a bad charisma score, making them mechanically not apt for, for telling lies. Yeah. They're also abrasive assholes. Yeah, which, like, I feel that right there is a good narrative illustration to them being bad liars. They have zero interest in... Con in into cajoling yeah. whoever they're talking to into believing the lie. Just, no, this is the lie, and you will believe it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so, that, like, no introduction has been made yet. Kashav and Edna were, like, just kind of sitting there as, as they were walking in. So when they walk in with the head, and Hendrik is like, no. <laughs> no, I don't believe this fucking lie that you're selling me. Just give me the no ears. I'll pay you for that. But take the fucking head, Jesus. Which um, is the right way to, you know, discuss the discuss the matter. And that's how Edna <coughs> introduced herself to the game, as well as to Scar and Morty. Edna comes forward and asks uh, Scar, or she asks either Scar or Morty. I can't remember who, but she asks one of them. Are you finished with that? <laughs> like, because, I mean, we're listening to the conversation. So as far as she was concerned, oh, they're done with the head. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just, oh, are you finished with that? And so suddenly they realize, oh, there's someone else in here. Hello. A small snake woman who, at the time, she was just wearing simple leathers in, like, tattered cloths, like, tattered skins of things she had found in the swamp. Um, yeah, all of, the, all of the more elaborate nonsense would come later. Yeah. Edna was meant to be 
far more dark, gross, and creepy when I created her. That was the intention of her. Right. And then we were gifted with like 15 minutes of Scar and Morty and their whole deal. And I realized... That wasn't going to work. That wasn't going to work. That, like, (coughs) there's already so much edge in the room that I can't compound it. Yeah. It's it's going to drag everything down. So as the session was moving forward, I had realized that, no, they're going to need, like, something else. So they're going to need someone cute. Yeah, and, and it worked. Fair enough. Thank you. And, uh, like, she was still dark, gross, and creepy, but not in her uh, comport. In yeah. her comportment. Yeah. That she herself is very, very sweet. But, as what happened next, when uh, Scar and Morty... So, the Edna fell in love with these two immediately, because when she asked, are you finished with that... She's been used to Kashev at this point telling her, no, don't eat that here, or don't do that right now, or just in general, God, why are you doing that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them telling her right away, yeah, sure, take it. (laughs) Uh And I love that they said yes, not knowing what she was going to do. Well, yeah. Um, But yeah, so uh, talking about how I intended Edna... (laughs) I had the concept of, like, it was one of the few times where I knew what I wanted her character to be before, um, before even rolling her stats. Sure, because we didn't roll them until we were at the table, as I remember. Yeah, like, before the session began, we were waiting for Levi, I think. Jordan and Micah were already there. That sounds right. Like, and it wasn't, he was, like, super late. Like, he showed up, like, maybe 20 minutes after we did. Yeah. Um, he was just on the way. Yeah, and, which, whatever. Yeah. Um, I knew I wanted to play a Yanti Druid. When Jordan approached me saying, hey, do you and Charlie want to join this D&D game? You know, we'd love to have you. Um, I was like, okay, great. You know, time to roll up my next Barbarian. Yeah. And Jordan had asked me, have you always been a Barbarian? And I said... Honestly, yeah, I'm usually a barbarian or a fighter. And he said, why don't you try something new? <laughs> and the thing is, I had played a druid before. He, I, I was playing a druid. He's the one. He's to blame. <laughs> I was playing a druid in the um, yes. that game with Alex and John. Yeah, who turned very Edna-like. Well, like, Riona had become the blueprint from which Edna was built from. Yeah, functionally. Uh, who She was someone... That lived in isolated. Uh, that lived in isolation was very sweet and very naive. Yeah. Um, and then I, uh, it, like it, it grew into Edna. Um, but yeah, he was like, "Why don't you play something you don't normally play?" So I was like, "Well, I did like being a druid." Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I'm assuming I'm speaking from theory. It's a fun class. It's a very fun class. <laughs> it's it's the best class. I'm. Yeah, a druid druid has been my favorite class for a good while now. Um, so I was like, okay, I'll play a druid, but I didn't want to just be like like an elven druid or something like that. I wanted uh, to be weird. Sure. So I was like, I want to be something that you wouldn't typically associate with a person in love with the land and the animals and all that. So I got to Yanti, 
And I was just like, that could be fun. <laughs> and hello. Like, and I brought it up to Jordan. I was like, I'm thinking, of, like, a, like a few days later, like before we were playing, I was like, I'm thinking of Yonte Druid. And he was like, that's interesting. <laughs> like, and he didn't sound negative when he said it, just, well, that's okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, yeah, rolled her stats while she's there. I typically do not build a character until I have the stats rolled. Yeah, you. this is your policy. That is my policy, yeah. Um, so I just knew Yanti Druid. And who will she be as a person? Um, and then when I got that 16... Uh, or rather, I think it was like a 14. I, I decided I wanted her to be... Uh, I wanted her to be able to ingratiate herself to people. Right. So I gave her a, a high charisma. <sighs> And it went from her just being, you know, gross and creepy that was good at, like, intimidating people. As I was getting to know who Scar and Morty were in that first session, I was like, no, 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 no. That's not it. Because it can't be. It can't be. I want people to think she's friendly. Yeah. Is what it is. Um, <coughs> so, uh, talk a bit about what went into building Kachev. Very little thought. Very little effort. I came to the I came to the uh, the session, realized that the party already had two stated rogues, and that the character I wanted to play was going to be super duper redundant. Well, what was the character you wanted to play? I don't think I've ever talked to you about that. He was a uh, he was he was a mastermind rogue, a uh, half elf mastermind rogue. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, in a party that already had two of them, uh, and. Just in a blind panic, I'd always wanted to play Warlock, and I liked the 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 flavor and the mythology behind Shatterkai. So I'm like, all right, I guess we'll just do this. And I built the character in like, I think inside of ten minutes, having no idea what was going to happen, like what his personality would be, what he was going to do. Like it was it was the first time I've ever just created a character off the dome. <laughs> I I had no expectations or plans for this character. <laughs> and it, he, he just came entirely off the dome. Uh, what about the name? Did you already have the name? The name Kashev Saldan, yeah, that existed. And it was just... I'm sure I pulled it off of some name generator somewhere. Okay. Like, that's probably where I got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, Edna came from... Uh, I I came up with the Ed, with the name Edna right there at the table. Yeah, that's that tracks that place. Yeah, I uh, I thought I just thought that would be funny. Sure. Um, just hey, uh, a, a snake person who's one with you know the trees and the animals, but she's also from the swamp, so it's very austere and kind of gothic. Uh, what's what's a good name with that? And I did consider doing like a traditional, you know, serpentine Yanti name. And then I thought, or she could just be plain Edna, because that's very disarming. <laughs> it, it really is. <laughs> and it, like, you, and you don't end, know. You don't know how disarming that is. Uh, which does bring me to something I uh, want to talk about real quick. Um there was this trend in the beginning of Charlie and I playing together where it it just seems to be tradition at this point that my... Well, not so much anymore, because either you've been DMing or I've been DMing. Yeah. But what's been happening with us as players 
my character's behavior tends to inform what Charlie's character does. Yeah, pretty much. So, like, in the beginning with, uh, I can't really remember with Vadif and Kane. Not so much. Not not so much, but that was because that was our first game and neither one of us really knew what we were doing yeah, yet. Yeah, we had no idea what we were doing. Yeah. Um, but Durgor and uh, Aratas. You fucking stumped me from the word go. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Kashev and Edna. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I inform what Charlie will be doing. <laughs> yeah, we're, I, we're like, and it comes back to the fact that, like, somebody's gotta be the sane one. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like somebody's gotta be the one actually getting shit done. And I just, I'm not good at that. You don't say. Or rather, I do that too much in real life. Yeah, that's fair. That I think I just don't have the brain capacity to do it in a game. Yeah. I, I tend to be an agent of chaos. Yeah. It's it's not helpful. I know. <laughs> and I'm sorry. It's, it's um, super not helpful. Just want you to know that. Like, we've not been running into that so much anymore because, as I it's said... It's usually you... One of us is DMing. Yeah. But... I do plan to break that chain the next time you and I are players together at a table. I don't believe I want to see it. I, no, I'm saying that's my desire. Oh, I would, I, I, I see. would like to do that. I see. Yeah. <laughs> I stand by my. Uh, I stand by. I stand by my derisive statement. Yeah. Oh shit! Hang on. Let me close this up. I don't want other things making noise while we're while we're talking. Okay. Mark Reddit. There we go. Nah, that's fine. I'll just leave it. Um. But yeah, uh, what the fuck was I saying? Oh yeah, um, what was, what would you say Kashev's first impression was of Morty and Scar as we met them? Irritation? <laughs> like right off the bat? Right off the bat? Yeah. Irritation, ambivalence. Can we go now? <laughs> uh, as Edna, it was... Uh, <coughs> oh, they seem nice. And they have a head with them. Uh, right. Whereas Kristen, it was, oh no, they're stupid. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're stupid. But it was, it, was, it was Micah and Levi. Just something about it was very endearing to me. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um... But yeah, what I have here, like, what was next, the very next line after a guard post, Hendrick, Captain Guard, was, no Marriott assassin Hudson. So, I wrote that oh, after, God, like... I forgot about, I forgot about that one specific part of it. It was literally from the beginning, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's so fucking irritating. <laughs> you don't even know. That... And this was at the beginning where we were playing for like ten to twelve hours. God, um, that yeah, that like happened. Like it was like the third or fourth session we played. We played for twelve honest to god hours. I think it was actually fourteen. No, hours. yeah, you're right. It was more. It was like thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. It was more. Everyone went home at like four in the morning. Yeah, like four in the morning. Everybody's tired. Everybody's exhausted, but we didn't want to stop. I'm honestly surprised we survived the drive home that night. I know, right? I'm genuinely shocked. 
And what sucked was that we had to pay rent. We had to go to the bank to pay rent. Did we? We did. That was that was that was a rent day. Yeah, it was. Because I remember that we had to get up and get dressed. We we felt physically sore. Yeah. Just from being awake all, all day and all night. And we stepped outside and we were in such agony over how bright it was outside. Yeah. Like, and we're walking funny to the car like we're fucking drunk. And apparently we came off that way when we made it to the counter with the bank teller. And she was like, oh, did someone, like... If it were me, I would not have said a fucking thing. Like, this was bold of her to ask us that question. Like, oh, somebody was partying last night? And we were just like, yeah, yeah. And we just... Because we didn't have the the balls to say, no, we were playing D&D all night. Yeah, that, no, we're such losers. Yeah. It's it's because we were playing Dungeons and Dragons for 14 straight hours. Yeah. That's it. There are times when honesty is there are times when honesty is the correct response and times when it is not. Like we were looking at each other like we're such fucking losers. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, this was one of those times where honesty was not the correct response. Yeah. Um, and then we dragged ourselves back home. I did not like your recall is much better than mine on that. I do not recall that being a rent check day. And I I only remember because of how we felt a couple of hours later. Like, why we felt like shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God. Because that moment was just so embarrassing to me. <laughs> well, yeah, of course. <laughs> it Like, listen, I've always been a fucking nerd and a fucking loser. This... The, th- this idea of where parents, like, didn't know where their kids were, and I'm like, I know where I was. Yeah, at fucking home. I was at home reading you know, Harry Potter or a series of unfortunate events or writing my own vampire fiction in my room. Yeah. That's, exactly. that's where I was Jesus. or watching my DBZ VHSs. That's, that's where I was. That's what I was doing. I was a fucking loser. Was, it still am. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she says, as we do this weird D and D reminiscence thing. Yeah. It, <clears throat> well, as we're for, for the sake of posterity, I'm stating this. This is because we have, it is at the time I am recording this, what is today's date? It is December 13th, 2020. This campaign that I'm reading from, we've not played since March 21st of, of 2020. Yeah, that is true. Because for reasons everybody will know, even in the future, uh, COVID-19 shut the world down. 2020 was a bad year, y'all. It was a bad year. Uh, and because it will have been so long since we have played that by the time we return to that game, a lot of this shit will be forgotten by pretty much everybody. Not Jordan. I bet his ratty little face remembers it all. <laughs> it Well, I remember, um, yeah, like, back in, like, uh, May or June, Phil had asked me, hey, like, you know your journal? Because he, he wasn't there for, like, the first half of us playing. Yeah, he didn't come on board until, uh, shit, after I switched characters. Yeah, uh, he was like, hey, like, you know that journal that you write in? Like, can I read it so that I can know what was happening before I got there? And I was like, yeah, dude, and I made a PDF. Yeah, I remember the, uh, I remember that. Yeah, I made a PDF of all the shit in the journal. 
uh, and gave it to him. And then I was talking to Jordan later. Jordan asked me a question because he knew how you had you had all the shit. Yeah, he knew how extensive my notes were. He was like, "Hey, so there was a thing that happened, but I didn't write down what date it happened." He was like, "So can you tell me what date it happened?" And I was telling him, "Hey, you know, funny, uh, funny you're asking me this because just the other day I made a PDF for Phil." Yeah. And uh, Jordan's was like, Jordan was like, "I'll take two. Yeah. <laughs> it's the reason I never bothered taking notes. Because I was sitting right next to you. Yeah, taking... I, I was right next to the notes. Yeah. <laughs> I I was here for the recall. Yeah. What's What's um, the point of me taking notes when you have the fucking uh, serial killer journal there? It like I'm like, hang on, I'm gonna flip to the very last page that I wrote on. So that Charlie can describe to you how thick it is. Yeah, one day... Yeah, it's impressive. One day when we both die, somebody's gonna find that in our attic and wonder what the fuck was up with us. <laughs> um, but, oh yeah, so yeah, no myriad assassin Hudson. I wrote that line down after hours of gameplay. God, that first night was pretty... Like, because that was back when I still had weekends... I guess I had weekends off at that point. no. We were playing on Thursdays. Yeah, we were playing on Thursdays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The campaign started on Thursdays. Yeah, because that was yeah that was and after we were I on, left Home Depot. Yeah, we were on Thursdays for like a really long time before. Uh, I think it was because Jordan got a new job. No, it was because he started working freight. Yeah. So he couldn't do it Thursdays anymore. So the game moved to Saturday. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. What had happened was people were there was a serial killer. Yes. In Andrena. So we were offered a uh, a reward for finding this guy. Myriad, myriad, goddamn myriad. <laughs> yep. Uh, so I do remember that part of the plan was, so we do know where people have been getting hit. It seemed to be like this one location where the bodies kept getting found. Uh, so we were like, okay, so we're going to scout out that area. And we like narrowed shit down to like three alleyways. Yeah. And I, this I remember because I'm the one that caught the guy. Yeah, that that Um, rings true. I also remember at the time, I was a circle of the shepherd druid. No, really? Yeah, I was. Okay. I I started Edna as a circle of shepherd druid and then when we leveled up to four, I asked Jordan, can I switch the subclass because this circle isn't working for me. Right. And Jordan was like, well, yeah, yeah, it's like, you know, it's very early on. We just leveled up. I would have, like, only just taken that circle anyway, so. Yeah. Yeah, so he was like, yeah, sure, go ahead. You know, if if it if it will help you play the character better, yeah, go ahead and switch to Circle of Land. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so I remember this because I caught the guy. It, we had to narrow down to, like, three alleyways. I was in one alleyway by myself, a thing that would... Never, Never have happen it again. again. <laughs> yeah, ever. In, in the beginning, Edna was allowed to be <coughs> by herself. That's crazy to me. Oh my because god. Because she hadn't died twice yet. Yeah. Um, I can't remember who was stationed in the other two alleyways. Nah, me either off the top of my head. But I spent that time as a cat. I thought, best thing to do, I'll just be a cat. Just hanging out in this alleyway. No one's going to pay any attention to that. Like, I'll just look like I'm taking a nap. Sure. Or something. Like a little cat nap. Some guy was just in the alleyway, and somebody snuck up on him. And Jordan is, like, looking at me, like, so what are you going to do? And I'm like, well, I'm going to wait. Because, like, 
for all I knew, like, even though I was not used to Jordan as a DM yet, I was still expecting, like, some sort of... Bullshit. Bull, like, bait-and-switch situation where, like, I attacked this guy, and it turns out, no, I did not catch the serial killer. I caught two lovers and their clandestine meeting in the alleyway. Yeah, you just caught some asshole taking out his garbage. Yeah. 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 So I was like, no, I'm gonna wait until I see something. So the guy stabs him. And I'm like, okay, now I will draw form. And I guess I held a person or something. I can't quite remember. But yeah. we do, like, ambush him and catch him. And that is when, next line, Party Dojo. Apparently, Oh, God, I remember that place. Apparently, Scar and Morty had, like, cleared out a dojo full of bad guys. I don't know what their deal was. Like, I'm gonna ask Micah for more details about that later. Yeah, that needs to be, I mean, the, I guess elaborated on. Yeah. Uh, so they just owned this dojo now. Uh, it, like, like, it wasn't an active operating dojo. They, they just had the building now. Right. But this was before they had the bar, so that was their place. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, they take that guy there, and I remember I had cast Charm Person on the guy. Right. Because they were trying to interrogate him, and it just wasn't happening. Because Scar and Morty have shitty charisma, and just don't know how to handle a hostage. Yeah. So Edna, being a snake woman with hypnotic abilities... Yes. I cast Charm Person on the guy to let him think, hey, we're buddies. So, uh, Edna got the guy talking. Um, and he learned that his name is Hudson, and he was an assassin from the Myriad. And I remember that is when Micah as Scar, like, is gonna take, like, a running leap at him. Because he said he was a member of the Myriad. Yep. And that was when we started learning shit about Scar. Um, one that, like, Scar apparently had, like, no patience when it came to vendettas. <laughs> like, yeah. no patience when it came to Anything. questioning people either. Because <laughs> I remember there was a certain story of something that happened before you and I joined where... So, they, they were told... <coughs> They were told that at this bar, there's, like, a back room where the clasp meet. Right. They had learned that. Okay. That, that was it. They came into this bar. Uh, this was the Velvet Flame or something like that, or... Uh, you know, I can't you'd know better than I would. Like I, I can't I, remember. I'll I cannot, have to, I cannot remember we, any of those we might, names. We might recall as it gets written. I just can't remember. But yeah, they come to the bar and they just immediately start harassing the people in the front. Which yeah, like makes that that tracks that yeah. that scans. Which is where I feel that Micah and Levi had started to benefit from you and I joining. I mean, you say that. Well, because that shit stopped happening as much. Are you sure? Yeah, I feel as much it stopped happening. <laughs> are you Are you super sure? I'm absolutely sure. Like, because as, as it kept happening, because it would keep happening to Scar and Morty, not so much to Adnan Kashev. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
But yeah, so the guy is caught, and uh, fucking so this I have here: eight hundred gold pieces rewarded by Odell to be split four ways. That was the initial note. Scar had left and was arrested by 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 the guards. So Edna, out of panic, went to like go looking for him. Yeah, and we found out that Odell later. We found this out later because this was the scribbled in notes. Odell was Shepard. What had happened was Scar's class friends had mm-hmm. shown up dressed as guards to you know mm-hmm. drag drag Scar away, um, so that Scar could sneak away. Hudson to kill him away from us. Um, like <laughs> that was some fucking bullshit too. Because yeah. I, I remember that, like, because my suspicion was when these guards showed up to the dojo with this invested interest in Hudson, something about it felt off to me. So I thought, oh, these guards that are showing up to take Hudson away. They're Hudson's friends dressed as guards and they're going to take him away so he can escape. Right. So I had asked Jordan, can I see? Like, I realized I asked the wrong question. I asked, is this like a real guard's uniform? (laughs) That was what I asked. Yeah. So Jordan asked, you know, hey, make a perception or investigation check, you know, the necessary check. And I did. And I do remember rolling really well. And Jordan's like, yeah, it looks real. Because it's a couple of mastermind rogues working together to build this disguise. Yeah. So, like, our characters never learned that, I believe. Our- uh, in character, no, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think we ever learned in character that that happened. No, I don't believe we did. Yeah. Um... Yeah, next note. Edna spoke to Nice Guard Tedek. Scar, and I wrote here, is in holding and then scratched it out after the switch, was working to sneak away Hudson. Here we go. Myriad members went rogue in Wildmount, and apparently Scar was one of those members. Hudson got his orders from Zadash Tavern Quick Jaunt. Uh, Scar claims to be from Shearing Channel in Wildmount. Hudson claims a voice in his head gives him orders via sending spell. Hudson came to Drenna, uh, and I spelled Drenna wrong because I didn't know how to spell it yet. Sure. Uh, Hudson came to Drenna to collect clasp info. Scar couldn't find it on him. Hudson pulled out a paper from a dimensional pocket, the wrist pocket cantrip. Scar kills him while tied up. Uh, Scar steals cleaning supplies and a barrel. (laughs) I remember that. Uh, Boy, do I remember that. And I do have here what was on the note. Smuggling routes. Velvet flame. (coughs) Front for underground tavern velvet cloak. Password and some clasp operative names. Brahms movements in Drenna. Brom mainly operates in Western. 
creaky doorstep, new employee, Kiera. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a change of... Okay. Yeah. Uh, Scar delivered Hudson in a barrel. <laughs> uh, Morty cut off a finger for Edna. Scar and Kashev have a confrontation. Frequently. Yeah. Um, what was uh, Kashev's alignment? Lawful neutral. Lawful neutral. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, that whole cloak and dagger thing, that's... One, that's not you as a person, and at that point, and honestly still, that's not who you've been as a character. Uh, very, very, very rarely. Yeah. Like, you you want to be a good guy. Yeah, and as a general things. rule, yeah. Yeah. Like, I can't even bring myself to be a fucking renegade shepherd in Mass Effect. Yeah. And and me, I'm the same way. I, yeah. If I'm gonna do this, I, I, I want to do good. I, I want to be a hero. Yeah. Um... Even though, uh, funny enough, Edna doesn't think of herself as a hero. Right. Um, but yeah, so this confrontation took place because, you know what, like, as I'm reading this, I guess we did find out that, uh, that that was all, like, a trick by Scar. Like, I guess I, that's why I wrote that down. See, uh, that's what I mean by my notes weren't as detailed in the beginning. They get much more detailed. Yeah. Where essentially my notes are retelling the story. Um, so yeah, that must be, yeah, that must have been what happened, because I can't remember that. And I just, I remember one session where Edna, because Edna loved Scar and Morty just out the gate, because... I can't understand why. They gave her a head, and they didn't judge her. Like, I... Like, I, I, I like Mike and Levi as people. Scar and Morty suck. <laughs> um, but Edna asked Kashev, why do you not like Scar? Like, why do you hate Scar so much? And you said to Edna as Kashev, because when we first met him, he lied right to our face. Yeah. <laughs> um, here we go. Take job on Parchwood. That was a street. Missing child. Short brown hair. Adalbert Newman, 11 years old. Remember, this is still the first session. Now this all rings a bell. Yeah. Like this, this I remember. Wesley, father, human. Disappeared on day of challenging. That was a holiday. Small fair out in a field. Offering West Wind a ship as a reward. Hendrick pays 450 gold pieces. Brennan will assist. He found no tracks. That I remember. Yeah, I remember this. Uh, creaky doorstep. I wrote here three silver a night. Apparently that was the going rate. Because, uh, yeah, Edna and Kishow didn't have anywhere to stay. <laughs> they didn't have anywhere to live. Yeah. Um, Ed Weathered Eve, owned by Jared Danton. Blonde name, Laura Lee, bartender, Danton offering to sell Creaky Doorstep for 3,000 gold pieces, but discounted if we bring Touch of Wind Whiskey, a barrel of it. Oh yeah, the uh, the Elder Scrolls quest, as I recall. As I recall <laughs> of it. Blacksmith, Kaedin, Magic Shop, and I wrote here ro Roderick, because when we first met him, I completely misunderstood his... Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Like, because uh, Jordan uh, does Roderick with an Australian accent, so when he was talking, I thought he was saying Roderick. Yeah. So that's what I wrote down. And then I have here, and I can see in a different ink, crossed out, and it's corrected to Roderick. And here's where 
fuck. <laughs> I made a I made a character choice for Edna. <laughs> it I remember what happened. Like I made it a thing where because she has the Duracraft cantrip, something I wish I had in real life. Oh Every- yeah, this the start of this particular. I call it a running gag, but it's more of a character tick. Yeah, where when she meets somebody, she says, "Hi, I'm Edna," and she gives them a flower. Yeah, it wasn't consistently a daisy yet for some time because I hadn't yet, uh, like that wasn't a thing yet. I just picked random flowers to give to people. Sure. So she's like, "Oh, a new friend." It was her and Morty. She was like, "Oh, a new friend. Here you go. Hi, I'm Edna. Gives a flower," and then Rallerick does what I knew for Edna. Had never happened to her before. Somebody doing it back. Someone doing it back. Yeah. This pretty elf man, this pretty nice elf man, just gave a flower back to her. And I remember that, like, as he's passing the flower, I freeze. Because, like, and this is, like, milliseconds of decision making. (laughs) Like, I freeze because I'm, like, like, even to ask Kristen, who very briefly played a druid before... That hasn't happened to me before. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, as I freeze and I go for the flower, I'm like, that's never happened to me before. And that's never happened to Edna before. How would Edna take this? Right, because that is one of yeah. the beautiful things about D&D is you do have to make those split second, like, yeah. what would, what actually would my character do? Yeah. Like, you have to make those split second judgment calls because you're confronted with a scenario you never imagined. Yeah. So just as I freeze, I've decided that Edna has also frozen. (laughs) And she turns to Morty and screams, I need to leave. (laughs) She is now so in love that she can't hang. (laughs) I have to leave now. (laughs) Gotta change. Uh, oh, God. Um, but we'll get there, Yeah, sure. that'll change. Um, yeah. Scar bought Dust of Dryness. Scar and Kashev declare truce. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> I wrote it down, so I guess it I, happened. I don't recall that. And I guess that's how you got the Dust of Dryness? Oh, yeah, I did have it, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, you had it. I guess Scar gave it to you. Yeah. Because, okay, so here's the thing I remember. Yeah. I remember being very, very frustrated at the end of the first session. Yeah. And not as a not as a character, as a player. Yeah. And then, uh, because I didn't really know, I didn't really know, I didn't know Jordan or Levi at all. Yeah. Like, like Levi, I believe that was the first time you ever met him. Yeah, it was the first time I'd ever met Levi. Yeah. I didn't know Jordan or Levi at all. And I only really knew Micah as the really, really, really quiet guy on overnights at Home Depot. Yeah. (laughs) Like, like the guy I would work with for four hours in paint, and he would say two words. Yeah. (laughs) God, isn't that weird? Yeah. Uh, Where Micah, he's now, like, one of my dearest friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I love the guy. Um, And he was the guy, when I first knew him, like, I didn't know him at all. I just knew his name. Yeah. I knew him as the guy that always wore, like, a shirt with a cat on it. Um, I, see, I don't even remember that, so... And here's where a lot of a lot of Edna comes from Kristen. Um, where I just... 
wanted Micah to think I was friendly. I just want people to think I'm friendly. Sure. Uh, even if I don't want more friends, I want people to at least think I'm nice. Whereas me, all I have is a pathological need to be funny. <laughs> I Every time I saw Micah, I, I would see his shirt and it would have a cat on it. And I want him to know that I like the shirt. <laughs> so I just always said to him, you know, hi, Micah, and nice shirt. And he would always say in just this very, you know, friendly way, you know, oh, thank you. Yeah. And I'm like, this Micah guy is nice. But, I know nothing else about him, but he seems nice. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. Like, and so I left that session feeling very, very frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> and then I remember them kind of like, as I was going to our car, like you had kind of stuck around or you were like maybe like a couple paces behind me or something. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, and I remember Micah poking his head out the door and asking my alignment. Because of the giant... <gasps> I do remember that. Yeah, because of the giant fucking cataclysmic fight that, that the group had just had over this fucking guy. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. And I said, lawful neutral. And he said, yeah, Jordan says you get a point of inspiration for that. Nice! And, and I'm like... Oh my god. And that was the moment where I'm like, okay, I can work with this. I remember that. Yeah. Oh my god! Like yeah, that was that was my moment of like, okay, I can I can I can make this work. <laughs> Just you know what? <laughs> uh, Scar and Taya talk about Morty. Ah, so this I don't remember. This was a thing that happened before you and I joined. So Morty was into this woman that worked at the creaky doorstep named Taya. And they did sleep together. So, this was something where I... It felt like your typical rom-com misunderstanding. Sure. Because I immediately understood what the situation was and how it blew into what it became. So, Taya, uh, uh, even as a grown woman, like lived with her parents. So, even though she was a grown woman... It was still her parents' house. Sure. And uh, there is some stigma about tieflings. Yes. And it's my understanding that, like, her father wasn't a fan of tieflings. Okay. But Taya also seemed into Morty. So Morty had, like, gone to Taya's house to sleep with her, but it's, like, the dead of night. Okay. And she was like, you know, hey, be quiet. You know, my parents are home. I don't want my parents to wake up. Because, yeah, you brought someone over to fuck. Would your parents, would you want your parents to be aware of that going on while they were asleep? No, absolutely not. Yeah, no, fuck that, no. So I understood where she was coming from, why she said that. Whereas Morty, and like Levi as Morty took that to mean... Oh, she's ashamed of me because I'm a tiefling. Yeah. So he just straight up like turned cold to Taya. Like wouldn't talk to her, wouldn't look at her or like when he did, he was super cold about it. Um, so Taya had like, like uh, my best guess from this note here, Taya was asking Scar about that. You know, what, why is he acting like that towards me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Arrive at Knoll Tree. Jesus. <laughs> Arrive at Knoll Tree after 24 hours by boat. 
I remember that shit. Well, no, because I wasn't there for that. I wasn't there for that session. No, this is the first session still. Oh. Alright. At Moon's Teeth Cavern. Gnolls are eating a humanoid male, killed four gnolls, and their kill remains. Uh, but yeah. Fucking Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, wow, that's how jumpy my notes are. <laughs> it gets better. Yeah, it, it does get better. Uh, that, yeah, so there was this little boy that went missing. Um, and, uh, we had, like, found, we were like, so where, where did you last see him? Where did he go missing? So these gnolls, uh, had, like, attacked this, um, like, was it gnolls? But, yeah, but, like, the, there was an attack, and the kid got taken. Yeah. So we had tracked them down to this uh, massive tree out in Morn Lake. Yeah. And it took a long time to get out there. Um, but yeah, kill Tornals and their kill remains. Uh, and that was the end of the first session. Right, yeah, okay. Because I remember I wasn't there for the second session. Yeah. So, which was... July 12th, 2018. Yeah. Uh, kill seems to be human male, arm missing, flesh torn. One knoll had six gold pieces, two silver pieces. Uh, roughly night, nothing ceremonial. Uh, okay, so it seemed to be roughly at night, and uh, nothing about this, uh, this killing seemed to be ceremonial. It just seemed to be a raid. Right. Nice. Um, off in the distance, something is moving. It's Liliana. So it's, uh... Yeah, because Sam... Was Sam there for the first session? Um, she was. She was? Okay. Yeah, she was. Okay. So I guess she was late that night or something. Um, but yeah, uh, it's Liliana. Uh, Scar found a Darrow. Knocked him unconscious. Holy shit. Now, see, this session I wasn't here for. Yeah, like, I forgot about the fucking Darrow. That, yeah, like, there was just this guy just out here. Yeah. In, in this in this place. So, like I said, I'm not going to have a lot to contribute to this chapter. Yeah. This <laughs> this might be one you have to go and redo with uh, with Micah. No problem. Uh, Scar and Morty question him in Undercommon. Uh, and that's where I, as Chris, learned that... Uh, Morty knows Undercommon. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Darrow lives in the swamp, eats food the gnolls leave behind, is nameless, never given one, hasn't noticed it, uh, uh So I'll have to ask, like, Jordan, like, after the campaign, what was the Darrow doing there? Yeah, what was his... Because I always felt like that was... I always felt like that was meant to come back somehow and just never did. Yeah, we, like, we've never seen him again. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, to be fair, we kind of got wrapped up in bigger shit, but... Yeah. Uh, tried to run, but we caught him, tied him up, and left him with his weapons. Morty has four null snouts. We all head into the cavern slash tree. Humanoid prisoner strung. Knolls spot us immediately, and we fight and kill all seven. An orc is standing in the off doorway. Morty shot it with a bullet. And I wrote here, because I think, yeah, Edna must have turned into an elk for this fight. Because I wrote down here a joke Micah said. She's an alcoholic. Ugh. <laughs> um, Ugh. 
Uh, Edna rushed to follow the orc. He is on a platform. Two no guards. Has a throne and body strewn around. Party attempts diplomacy, asking where a kid is. Orc demanded we fight. Edna killed the orc, and most of the party has been devastated. Liliana dies. And I remember how she died. Um, so her character was a ranger. Yeah. But she fought close distance. I I don't... Yeah. She yeah. fought in melee. Yeah. Mm. I and, mean... <laughs> listen, okay, listen. Yeah. She's never going to hear this. She sucked as a ranger. She did, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's never going to hear this. It's fine. She sucked. Yeah. And, um... So I remember that, like, we were more or less grouped together against this guy. She took off to, like, a corner where uh, she had more or less backed herself into. So when he went after her, she was alone, far away from us, and couldn't get out. Yeah. And that's how she died. As tends to happen. Scar found one gold piece, two minor healing potions, and a chest... Morty takes two great swords, uh, Liliana and Bag of Holding. Thirteen Null Snouts collected, Edna took Orc Head and Ribcage. And Edna used that Ribcage as her armor. Yes, eventually. Eventually. Yeah, like, she took that Ribcage because... So, even though she had a good dex, I had a 16 dex. As a druid, I'm not allowed to wear armor with metal. Yeah. It goes against, like, what being a druid is. Yeah. Um, so I don't get a lot of options in, in boosting my AC. It's not great. At least, at least no easily accept, accessible options. So I had discussed with Jordan, if I... Could I have armor crafted for me, made out of natural materials. And Jordan was like, yeah, just get the materials. And whoa. And well, and uh, this orc was described to us as a big fucker. And Edna, like, I, I read that Yon-Ti were naturally kind of small. Like, yeah. Th- they're very slight creatures. So I decided that Edna is five foot tall. Right. She's itty bitty. And super skinny. Like, Edna... Edna's body shape was more or less... Like, you'd... She looked emaciated. Basically. Yeah. Because she's a snake person. So, like, no reason for, like, a lot of meat. Yeah. Um, And she only eated what she needed to eat. And, uh... And in my mind, as the campaign continued on, she... She was a little less uh, emaciated, like, you know, a, a little bit more filled out, but still, like, super, super skinny and small. Sure. Uh, but, yeah, so I was like, oh, then this ribcage totally works. Uh, Scar found Adelbert's body and hacked at the orc's body in rage. Uh, and that was where what I learned about Scar, that... Oh, Scar's the scoundrel with a heart of gold. Okay. That, that he is this super dark asshole, but it broke his heart that we didn't save the kid in time. Yeah. Uh, which has been all of Micah's characters. Generally speaking, yeah. That he'll, he'll do any damn dirty thing he has to, but he never hurt a kid. Yeah. 
Um, we head back to Drenna on foot, push to point of exhaustion. Session ends with long rest and level up to four. Yeah. And that was when I asked Jordan, hey, can I switch my circle? Because this current one isn't working for me. Um, and here, we'll do this last one. Uh, July 19th, 2018. Jeez. A raven appears from the west and lands on Kashev's arm. <laughs> yep. He is told to leave the coast and bring us to meet a, and I have in quotes here, queen. We are asked to go to Western. That was Glindis. This is familiar. What was he? He was a raven. I'm struggling to remember. Because you have to remember that Jordan wrote most of this character's backstory for himself. More or less. It, uh... Yeah, because you, you didn't really have a story for Kashev. No, not not the Kashev that I wound up playing. Yeah. I, I had an idea for the Kashev that I was going to play, and that character wound up being somewhat different. <laughs> <laughs> um, Scar... God, uh, oh, God, it oh, yeah. started with a Z. Oh, God. Like, I'm sure I have it written down somewhere. It started with a Z. I remember that much, and that's, like, all I can remember. Like, we'll... Like, I will come across it, because I, I write shit down as I learn it. Sure. Um, but yeah, so that's that's when we were learning, oh, there's shit going on with Kashev. Uh, <laughs> Boy, at, howdy. At this point, did you know what your title was when you got no, that? No, I did not. Oh, okay. No, I, I had no idea. Oh, shit, okay. Yeah. Uh, Scar summons a black owl familiar named Liliana. We brought the kid's body. Father paid us and asked us to leave. Scar paid him back with more money. I remember that. That it was... Like, <coughs> it was really sad to bring this little boy's body back to his father. And, like, no one knew how to handle the situation. Like, sure. Yeah, because it's... Yeah, that's... It's not a situation you want to deal with. Like, Morty didn't have the emotional capacity to... Handled the situation, so he left. And to be fair, neither did Kashev, so... So, so yeah, so I believe yeah. Kashev also, like, just left. I mean, I can't remember exactly what Kashev... I think I probably was just quiet for that. Yeah. Whereas Edna, like... Like, as, as like, this game was going, I... Like, my, my goal with Edna in the beginning was I need to be whatever the opposite of what was already here. Yeah. So that I could flesh out the game some more. Exactly, yeah. Um, so, whereas Scar was uh, very dark, uh, very dark and, um, I don't want to say lifeless or soulless, it's not, it's not what I'm going for. Uh, apathetic, I guess, maybe? Yeah, I mean, I guess that works. Um, Edna is very rich with love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so to hold the body of a dead child... Uh, is a lot. Is a lot. Um, so she really fell for the guy's father, and she covered the boy's body with flowers. Yeah. And Scar said, no, keep the boat. Like, the boy, the boy is dead. So keep the boat. Take this money. Um, what did we ever do with that boat? No, no, we didn't take it. Okay. Yeah, we didn't take it, because uh, Scar didn't seem to feel it was right. Um, 
There we go. We meet an Asimar at Creaky Doorstep. Katarina. <laughs> Scar tattoos Moon's teeth on his arm. That, yeah. So this was a thing Scar did in the beginning when we met him. He tattooed on his arm the names of people. Yes, yes, he, yes, 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 yes. He planned to kill. Yeah. And would tattoo, like, across, like, crossing out their names as he killed them. Yeah. Um, we turn the snouts into Hendrick. Uh, we meet the law bear. He asks us to gather info about the clasp, Berthold, and Brom. This was the secret test because Scar wanted to join the clasp, and this was the secret test that was given to him. Of, yeah, this was the sneak fuck bullshit, yeah. Yeah, can we trust you to be a member of the clasp? Yeah. Um... We need to join a fur trapper caravan on the way to Western today. There's another to Tursfield in two days. Oh, okay. So, okay. So apparently this hadn't happened yet. It happened now. Morty has taken Edna to... Ro I wrote Roderick. Edna has taken... Yeah, I was about to say, I definitely don't remember Roderick in the... Yeah, so I messed up. It didn't happen in the first session. It happened in the third. Yeah. I wrote, Morty has taken Edna to Roderick's magic shop. He druid crafts her a rose. Edna spirals. <laughs> uh, Edna and Morty get a dress. <laughs> and I remember, um, I rem I don't remember the full conversation, but I remember like some joke was made about like, apparently like as far as like you and Micah were concerned, this was an utter chore going to get a dress for Edna. Yup. And Levi, like, Levi was totally cool. He was like, no, this is hilarious. <laughs> and he's like, wait till you find out that, like, I'm getting experience points taking Edna shopping. Which, yeah, and, to be fair, he's not wrong, and it infuriates me. And Micah was like, well then, damn, I'm I'm taking Edna to every dress shop across the fucking continent. <laughs> he was like, I'll pay for all those dresses. Um, Scar meets Shepard about uh, Law Bearer asking for class info. Scar also bought a barrel of Touch of Wind. There are class in Western. Wayward Pony Tavern is the center of operations. Meet a Lisa Lynn. That 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 uh that sounds familiar. Yeah. I like if we never see her again. I plan to ask Jordan what happened to her. Yeah. Um, yeah, cause like, I, I, like, as Edna, she got very worried cause some shit was going down, uh, at, at the time we last heard about Lisa Lynn. Yeah. Uh, dress, Drenna's finest Florentine, Edna bathes, Taya and Morty talk. You can imagine how well that went. Mm -hmm. Scar and Morty buy a creaky doorstep for 1300 gold pieces. Jeez. Morty signs bill of sale mistake oh that's a that's an important detail to have there <laughs> uh, danton follows them back to creaky doorstep kira makes the decision to stay as does the kitchen staff bar is now the leaky nip God. which was the whole motivation for them but yeah that was the it was it was solely for that bit yeah because at the time of uh that this happened uh critical role at this point there was, there were two bars, there were two taverns that the Mighty Nine were aware of, the Leaky Tap 
And the evening nip. The evening nip. Yeah. And somebody fucked up. Somebody like, you know, brain melded there and said the leaky nip. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, you don't want to go to the leaky nip. (laughs) And uh, Micah and Levi decided, well, we will have a tavern named the leaky nip. Um, Taya is leaving, understandably. Uh, Kiara is promoted. Uh, Caravan contract, 150 gold piece total. Wow, we worked for only 150 gold pieces? I'm saying, man. Uh, potential bartenders, uh, Meredith Avelia, Rochelle Vanetta, Esther Amatine, and there's a check mark next to Meredith's name, meaning we hired her, um, for seven copper a day. Yeah. Uh, oh, Meredith. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. I got some shit to say about that. <laughs> Off to sell swords, Edna Lift, uh, Kaedin, and I wrote there half-elf, he's a half-elf, the ribcage to make armor. I was very excited about that. Edna gets a golden gown, hat, and jewelry. I had a hat? <laughs> I don't remember a hat! <laughs> Two minor healing potions. Meredith is at the bar. Travel to Turst Fields, Wild's Grandeur. And here I wrote in circle, like in a big circle, Rowler Rick. Because up to that point, I was convinced his name was Roderick. Elf, black hair and green eyes. And so I guess this was the point, because I remember what happened here. <laughs> I, I'm so fucking embarrassed about this. Go on. But it happened. There were witnesses. So Edna showed up the next day, having bathed, wearing perfume, in her nice dress. And when she shows up at the magic shop, they were trying to, yeah, they were seeing if they could get like any last minute supplies, and they did. It says here two minor healing potions. Edna, and like really just me as Kristen, just being a total coward, because I had never done this before, just completely lost her nerve. Just air totally went out of her. Just (laughs) couldn't do it. Couldn't go through with it. Sure. Had to leave. Couldn't do it. And I remember Ralric asking Morty, did she put on that dress just to walk in here? <laughs> Jeez. And Morty's like, I don't know what to tell you, man. <laughs> I don't know what to fucking tell you. And we're leaving. So Edna's like, okay, it's now or never. Just suck it up and just do it. Right. Um, goes. R- she takes off on her own to the magic shop. And like basically screams at her Alaric. This I remember, yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I wish to fornicate with you. Uh, or copulate, yeah. Copulate, I, I think, was the word you used. Yes, what's the joke? Oh, God, what was it? Like, like, do you know what sex is? Well, you call it copulating, so I guess you don't. Or yeah. It was, it was something like yeah, that. Yeah, you call it copulation, so you clearly don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I want to copulate with you. And Rollerick's saying, that's very flattering. But... But I do not know you. <laughs> we, like, just met. I know nothing about you. So why don't we try being friends first? <laughs> Sane. <laughs> like, a totally understandable... Position, uh, yeah. Yeah, position. So Edna's like, okay, yes, we will be friends. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, my God, it was terrible. Uh, so, just terrible. So good. Travel to Turst Fields, 
we've, en- we've entered Wild's Grandeur. Oh, yeah, I have here travel <laughs> to Tursfields. You have here what? I have here travel to Tursfields. Whoopsie doodles. <laughs> we never make it there. Uh, I have six tallies here, meaning six days. Third night, party is ambushed by Knowles. Orc from Moon's Teeth, Lunarith. Uh, opposing Knoll band questioned us about the Moon's Teeth. Urtok of the Riverwalk Orgum and Ismilk. Orgum and Ismilk are fellow pack lords of, of the Riverwalk. And here's where Jordan explains a bit about uh, some Knoll no packs in their like positions. So there's the Dustpaw, who are the leaders. The White Snout are farmers. The Riverwalk are fighters. Uh, so no Vanguard accompanies us to Tursfield. So what had happened? We got like a sword or something. I can't remember. Yeah, this is yeah, this is ringing yeah. bell now. Now that you're now that you're saying it from the orc that was leading the Moon's Teeth. Yeah, the Lunareth. Yeah, he was leading the Moon's Teeth, and he had like a sword or a pair of swords, some sort of weapon. And we had gotten them, and we were like, hey, we sold those swords to this magic shop guy, Indrena. So if you want them back, go get them from him. Yeah. And they were like... And I remember being instantly worried about that prospect. Yeah, like, so was Edna. This... Yeah. Um... So they were like, so, you know, out of, you know, gratitude, how about we accompany you to Tourist Field so that you get there safely? Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and that ended up working out very, very well for us. Yes, it did. Um, do you have one more in you? Uh, really have. Okay, no problem. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that's, that's what we'll stuff for now. The, First three the, sessions? Yeah, the first three sessions. The trip to Tursfields. Uh, yeah, what, what was this? Yeah, on July 19th, 2018. So yeah. the next session we'll do, uh, July... Will, will have taken place on July 26th, 2018. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. Jesus. All right, uh, thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Absolutely. Bye-bye.